Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin. Bases Hashem, BPW, share number 22. That's Bias Pnimi for women, share for women, share number 22. We're going to d- continue to talk about the theme that we started discussing in last week's share. This is a very important share because very often there'll be a lot of resistance listening to this share. Many of you will say it applies to other people, not themselves. But if we look deeply, it applies very often to ourselves. The disclaimer we're saying here is we are not talking about abusive situations where the your husband, if he is abusive physically or emotionally and really exhibiting bad, destructive behaviors all, all, all along, and you know that and that's the case, then this share is not directed towards, towards, towards you right now. This share is talking about people that are inherently good, good, kind people or good people that need to work on their midas because they have flaws, and there is distance in the marriage, and that happens a lot because we treat our spouse much worse than we treat everyone else. Another thing to recognize is, is though it is true that we don't know what goes on behind closed doors, and it is also is true that it is easier to behave better on the outside or with other people than it is to behave better in your own home with your own spouse because there's more tests, you're with them 24-7 and so on. But overall still, there is the, the difference does not need to be so marked. And it's very rare that the person is a tyrant at home and a great person outside. And very often it's simply that there's a distance in the marriage because of some behaviors Midas to have to be corrected from both ends that need to be worked on. And again, another thing you need to know is similar type shiurim are given on the other side of the mechitza as well. So it's not one-sided, although right now, because I'm talking to you, it may seem one-sided because I'm talking to you, but we stress this on both sides of the mechitza. And you need to understand very often to ask yourself, are you a good person, Be'etzem? The answer will usually be yes. Is your husband a good person, Be'etzem? Usually you'll answer yes, begrudgingly sometimes, but if you look deeply, you will usually honestly answer yes. And then we have to ask ourselves, why are we different in the way we react towards our own husbands than we react with to other people? We explained last time about how um, it's more relationship that needs to be worked on. Midais, we described different couples that are very different from one another. Some couples where they have this um, disdain towards each other and contempt. And, and in other cases where despite their differences, they are clearly in love with one another and it's healthy. And we're going to talk about how and why these differences occur. And very often one needs to understand that if indeed even something because of a flaw happened, someone said something at the wrong time, and you're hurt, and you feel misunderstood, the key really is is to repair it, not to allow it to spiral down into assuming, okay, they're a bad person. No. Very often that's not the case. And we basically understand that most divorces occur because of this long-term behavior of treating your spouse, in this case your husband, much worse than you treat everyone else. And again, it's not because either one of you are bad people. 
It's because there's a negative pattern in relationship behaviors. And at the end of this year, we discussed the John Gottman Yesoid, two main keys. One is to scan for things to praise. And number two is to look for opportunities to connect. And having those two, which seem like small little things, that is the key. That is the success for good marriage. Contempt is the opposite of that. Contempt drives people apart. You're saying you're not doing a good job. You never will do a good job. That's contempt. And very often, when marriages are not happy, it's because they choose to be contempting, to have contempt for their wives, or in this case for their husbands. And they always look in the side of they are failures, you look at their failures. You never look at their successes. The good stuff they do does not count. You overlook the good stuff and you zoom in on the negative. Yes, he took care of the kids last night. Yes, he did. Yeah, true. But two nights ago, and then the, the, the three nights ago, he stayed late at work and he didn't. And very often it becomes like you're the martyr and he's the bad one. And he'll never be able to dig himself out of that hole. It's impossible. And therefore, the way to reverse this is to lock in specifically into the good things, to focus on the good things that he indeed is doing, and to look for it. When you look for it, you begin to notice it. When you become noticing it, you start thinking about it, and your feelings start joining that thought. He does things right. He does a lot of things right. And paradoxically, ironically, you encourage him with that. He'll continue to do better and more things. Every day, to think of one thing that he did that was good, that was right, and to tell him about it and thank him for it. To verbalize Tashem, thank you for giving me my husband who did this and this good thing today for me. You turn towards each other. What happens when you come, your husband comes into the home. Do you turn to him and say hi, give him a kiss, a hug, or even a smile? Or do you ignore him and continue doing what you're doing, scanning the phone or cooking or whatever? So very often that turning towards each other is the key. These small things changes marriages drastically for the better and breaks those walls and barriers and heals marriages there's a bid for connection. When there's a chance to connect, when you see there's an opportunity to connect, you pick up on that chance to connect and you run with it. You turn, turn towards your husband. You notice. You say a kind thing to him. You start a conversation. If he starts a conversation about something, you know this and this and this, whatever he's saying, you have two choices. If you show interest... That's a bid. He's bidding for connection by having that conversation. So you have two choices. Either you'll shut him down, or and, and you, which is shutting down on that bid. It doesn't just close up this conversation. It close up, closes up the overall communication. And you move away from each other. But if you, you, he, he asks you that question or tells you something and you show that interest... On that bit of connection, you're moving towards each other. Towards each other. 
And you can't just say my husband doesn't get it and give up trying to spend all the kaiches on the kids and on the job and on other projects, but not on your husband. It's, 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 it's counterproductive and hurtful to the marriage and hurtful to yourself. When other people see on the outside, very often as cynical as we can be, when other people see on a person on the uh, uh, outside, your husband, and say what a good person he is, I know that it's cynical and it's common sense to say, oh, they don't really know who he really is. I know, because I have to live with him. And again, I'm acknowledging there is truth to overall behaviors that we do need to work on that. We do tend to sometimes show our better selves outside when we're on display than inside privately. But it really is truly unfair and not, re- not true very often that the, that the difference is so vast. Very, very rarely is, is a husband be'etzim, a good person out there, and a tyrant inside, unless he's abusive, in which case the shear is not directed towards the, the, that type of marriage right now anyway. But very often it's not that way. Very often it's that they are good when they're outside, they're also good when they're inside. It's a little more challenging when it's a marriage when you're living 24-7 in a home. But if it's, we're not talking about abusive things, we're talking about simple flaws and working on the relationship and working on the midice, then it is important to acknowledge to ourselves that I may have married a very, very good person that, yes, has flaws just like I do, but when we work on our midos and we listen to the shiurim or other shiurim and we learn to do these things that are scientifically proven, and again, I could do my research and back up with many chazals and gemaras and, and svarim on Shalom Bayis from Sifrei Kaidish and entire literature on end, then I need the time. If all you could daven, Bez Hashem, that I should have Panosa Berevach, so I could be able to have Yishav Adas to give more Shiurim and do all this research. Kolakavod, you ask for my name, I'll give it to you, and you daven. And 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 Hashem gives me, I'll do all the research needed, and I'll be easily proven that even though John Gottman, he's actually a from Jew, the way I understand it, I think a little more modern, orthodox, but I believe he's from, and many of his presentations where's a yarmulke but these things that he discovered scientifically in his 40 year plus research is completely aligned with Tyra and how contempt drives people apart and that to look for those two things that we talked about to scan for things to praise and to look for opportunities to connect those two small things, seemingly small things, that can build marriages, heal marriages, is totally, totally aligned with Tyra. Totally, totally aligned with it. Totally telling you, the Tyra is telling us to exhibit those behaviors. The Tyra is telling you, this is part of being done like Havschutz, by the way. Stop scanning for mistakes. We talked about it in previous shiurim. Yes, there are times where when things are calm and you're respectful and you know how to communicate, where you designate a certain time, you know, let's talk to each other openly and honestly and lovingly about the things that we may be upset about so we could iron it out. So we're not talking about burying things under the rug. We're not talking about when there is indeed mistakes or things that your husband could improve on that you never talk about it or you don't address it to him. Adarabah. 
you you have those conversations and work together. He'll improve and you'll improve. You'll listen to each other and you work together on it. But the idea, though, is is not to scan for those mistakes. Those mistakes, trust me, even without scanning for him, you know about it. That's the first thing that pops into your head. It's human nature. The negative pops into the head before the positive. Don't do that anymore. Stop scanning and looking for those mistakes and problems. If, when it comes up, you bring it up, you address it, you work on correcting it. We'll talk about that, and we have in prior shiurim. We'll talk about it in later shiurim. But start scanning for successes. Start scanning for successes, the small things, building that goodwill, thinking about it. Don't pull, him, don't pull, push him away. Push, pull him closer to you. You should start from this moment on despising that mida of contempt. Men do it to their wives too. I'm not, it's a two-way street, unfortunately. Men display contempt towards their wives very often. Wives very often display contempt towards their husbands. I've spoken to enough people, both on the men's side and the women's side, to acknowledge that this is not a one-sided problem. This is equally, or sometimes whether it's more or not, I'm not even going to debate that, but there are many women that are magide shiurim, that have count through counseling, that listen and know and understand that it's not just a man problem, this one. It is both a man and a woman's problem. This contempt, this idea of assuming right away the judgmental aspect, my husband is a bad person, he's not going to change, and you push away, it is so destructive and so hurtful. And we have to break that trend. We have to work on changing ourselves, realizing that unless it's what the share is not about, if there's real abuse going on, or something more severe going on, where you need to talk to an outside rub, mental health professional, therapist, counselor, yes, those matzavim occur, and they need to be addressed. But that is not what this share or the prior share is talking about. The majority of you, if you look deep into yourselves, if you look deep into your marriages, you will realize that you may very likely be not necessarily a better person than your husband is. Say this on the opposite side of Mechitza too. People get upset when I say this, but it is true. Very often, if you look deeply into yourselves, as badly as you think of your husbands, they may actually be a better person, or at least as good of a person as you are. Then what went wrong? What went wrong is simply, and we're not blaming ourselves, we are deficient in the working overall. I'm talking Derek Klal. We are deficient in working on our midas. We are deficient in working on relationships. We are deficient in working on connectivity in a marriage and taking it seriously. If we took it seriously and committed to do these things that are not monumental it's not about jumping into Kifshana Eish, like Avram Avinu did, or an Akeda of telling him, go give up and slaughter your only loved child or the one that you love the most. That's not what it's about. What we talk about are here are simple, basic things, but it needs to be practiced. It needs to be changed. And it doesn't make a difference. You can be married a year, 10 years, 20 years, even if you're married 30 plus years. Don't think you can't change habits and break those walls down and have those deeper connections. 
And ironically, what happens is, is that quote-unquote bad person that you envisioned, you realize they're really a good person, and that goodness shines. That goodness shines when you focus on those aspects, and you do those things. You scan for the things to praise. We talked about the 1 to 5 ratio, ideally. Every negative criticism you catch yourself saying about your husband, find five things to praise and say good things about. There's plenty of opportunity. There's plenty of opportunity, a lot of good, wonderful things in the house. Not just saying, oh, they only do this outside. In the house where they do good things that you could praise and be grateful for. And you scan for it. And you thank Hashem for it. You thank your husband for it. It comes back. And he does the same for you. And it grows. And a lot of old hurts heal. And the next thing, again, is look for opportunities to connect. We talk about this a lot on the other side of the chitza. A lot of men are impatient with women-type talk. And we describe over there how it's important to always listen and pay attention and show your care and your concern and be empathetic. Because that is indeed the bid for connection that you as wives are are trying to give to your husbands that they can't reject. They have to accept it. But it's a two-way street. He may not be the most talkative person. He may be talking about things that may not intrinsically interest you about the hard day he had or something that happened. But if he's telling you something, even if you, Be'etzim, don't really have a strong interest, but either you could say, what's the big deal? I don't understand what you're trying to say. And just turn away. Or you say, hmm, interesting. And ask a question about it. What do you mean? How do you feel about this? What are you trying to tell, say? And you engage. Because it's not just getting involved in a conversation. There's something deeper taking place here. He is making a bid for a connection. And by you responding, you are connecting. And may HaKadosh Baruch Hu help. And again, I'm going to say this again. Remember, most divorces take place when you treat your spouse, when you treat your husband worse than you treat other people. And it could be prevented, it could be reversed. You fight contempt and you run away from it like fire and you promote goodwill, looking at the positive and connecting and seeing the good side of things. Doesn't mean you bury things under the rug, you won't bury things under the rug. There'll be times to discuss issues, but there's so much positive that we have to start noticing and we have to start growing with it. And again, before you resist listening to this year, because I'm telling you, the last year and this year, most of you, the first reaction is, you're not going to even realize this year is about you. It's not about me. But very often, if you look deeply, the year is very much about you. And again, uh, you know, it... it, it and I often, because I'm told sometimes the way I talk, I have to be careful, and I know I need to, I will say very clearly, I am not above anything that was said in the last year or this year. I, too, have these issues. I, too, need to work on looking at the positive, working on my smidice, and working, indeed, that my internal life at home should be as good and as worked in my midas towards my wife as much as I work with and even more than I do on the outside so when I'm talking to you even though I said you, you sometimes or whatever it is, I need you to realize that it's a work in progress that I myself 
work on, struggle with. This year is about me too. And we all need to work on these things. And it's repairable, it's doable, it's fixable. Divorces could be prevented. Not only divorces could be prevented, even if divorce is not even a thought. Your marriages that you thought one way has to be this way and you're resigned to it. Don't resign to it. It could become wonderful and great with using these tools and skills. May Hashem bless that we should all be zeichet to this, work towards it. Bracha natzlacha.